four, three, two, one. Every time I make a rhyme, girl, you turn around and cry. I ask myself why, oh why? See, you must understand. I can't work a nine to five, so I'll be gone. Till November. What's up, y'all? Welcome back to the No Chaser Podcast. I'm Tim Chantarangsu. I'm Ricky Shucks. I'm Nikki Blades. Oh, my goodness. What a beautiful day. What a beautiful... I was uh, <laughs> I was struggling to come up with a song right now, and for it's some that, reason, that that's what you went with. When you put the pressure on your brain, you never really know. But you're normally like you are so on it. I mean, I feel because the thing about it is, like in my natural life, I feel like I only sing like the same five songs back to back to back to back. <laughs> okay, which uh, which is one of them? One of them is um, uh, like tearing up my heart in sync. Oh. Another one is uh, It's So Funny Running Into You, Dave Hollister. Yeah, you should have named the White Club songs. We'll keep going. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> David, I was too busy trying to be truthful. Yeah. Okay, okay, okay. So that was two. Uh, another one is like um, Hamilton, apparently. Hamilton songs all the time. And, um, and, and the thing about it is, all the songs that be in my head on the regular. Um, we've been through them all already. Yeah. So now I'm like, I'm like squeezing my brain uh, yeah, for whatever exactly. I can find. You should have did friendship. Oh, okay, cool. Friendship. Not too late now. <laughs> I got this, you know, so I bought this I Love Lucy sweater because, um, you know, I'll be up at like 3 a.m. on some bullshit, right? Mm-hmm. And whenever I'm up, I'm like, I, I love Lucy. Yes. I'll be like, <laughs> I, love I love Lucy. Or, man, Back to the Future is such a good movie. Let's see if they got merch that I can rock so I can show people I really love these old TV shows and movies. I don't know who I saw tag you in I Love Lucy and was like, oh, Tim, thanks for putting me on. I'm like, for real? Yeah, I saw that. I'll be trying to tell these kids, man, because I feel like the more we get to a point where you aren't forced to watch reruns of things, Mm -hmm. shows like I Love Lucy get lost in the constant live streaming and streaming apps of the world. Because that shit was, it's been on every day since Mm -hmm. we were kids. Mm -hmm. And it's like, that's every episode is a banger. Yeah. 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 See, it's a whole generation of us that wa- that grew up watching the same shit. Yeah. A lot of I watched a lot of like the Jeffersons. All the after a certain t- yeah. hour, those were all the shows that were yeah. playing. But now I feel like kids see some shit like that. They're like, I'm not watching this old shit. Yeah. But the beauty of that is somebody can steal all the episodes, oh, redo mm-hmm. them, right? And kids are gonna be like, have no think idea. they have some amazing new shit, yeah. <laughs> bruh. Let me tell you, I'm not gonna lie. There's been a couple of times where I've like trying to write some sketches. I get some writer's block. I'm like. Let me watch some In Living Color yeah. uh, for uh, some inspiration because right. none of these kids know about this no, shit. No, In Living yeah. Color was... I used to do that with Key and Peele and then end up just wanting to do the, the skit that I saw. Like, ah, oh, shit, I, people might know that I got this. From Key and Peele. <laughs> yeah. I, feel, I, I feel like you can get away when you pay homage to it. When you're a little bit like, okay, I'm going to reference it kind of yeah, exactly. Yeah. Shout out to Key and Peele right. for this Shout them out. <laughs> it's when you steal it and don't tell them where you got it from is when they get pissy. I named my characters P and Kill. <laughs> <laughs> Well, shit, man. Uh, speaking of reruns mm-hmm. of some of my favorite shows, now this will, this will relate to what I'm about to bring up okay. because, um, you know, watching The Fresh Prince growing up, watching Hanging with Mr. Cooper, watching some of my favorite black sitcoms, mm-hmm. it was always refreshing 
to see an Asian ass face pop Asian up on occasion. Face. And um, this guest right here was the only one. <laughs> and one of the characters in the show uh, on Nickelodeon that I was talking about that you guys didn't know about. You don't about. have to introduce it like that. Everybody watches Avatar. I just need, y'all acted like to. you didn't know. No. Y'all acted like you I know. never acted like I didn't we, know. I don't watch it, but I know what it is. Yeah. <laughs> everybody knows what Avatar is. Okay, I'm just a dork. I really, really like this show. not a dork, but like everybody I mean, but I watched it like, like To be a dork, times. it would have to be some obscure shit. Like, I cried when Uncle Iroh, you know what I'm saying? Everyone like, does. I see it on TikTok all the time. That's TikTok. This was before TikTok. Oh my goodness! All right, so this man right here has been doing everything from from being the only dude on black sitcoms to being fucking Jake Long, American Dragon, to being Zuko, to being Rufio. Make some noise for Dante Bosco. Yeah. I'd say that's one of the better intros somebody got. You you gave a real yeah real, a, a real you ass did a intro. real ass yeah. intro with that. One. What's up, bro? Yo. Good to be here, man. What's going down? Thanks for stopping by, man. Of course, man. It's all love. It's always, you know, brothers from Paramount. We got to stick together. You know what? Here's what a lot of y'all might not know. Uh, As you may know, me and Rick went to Paramount High together. Mm -hmm. If you're not familiar with Paramount, it is uh, Compton adjacent, just north of Long Beach. And um, I didn't know until years later that Dante Bosco is also a Paramount High That's, alumni. That would trip me out when when I first like of course when you started doing your songs early like uh was it like the was the Asian song like first Asian boy first Asian boy <laughs> and then you referenced me and then mad people hit me about yeah. it and then. It was like Dante 2.0, Dante 2.0. <laughs> and then when we found out that you went to Paramount, you from our old neighborhood, I was like, it made complete goddamn sense. That is crazy. Yeah. I, lives in your old house. He's in my old house. <laughs> right in Dog Patch. Shout, shout out to Dog Patch. <laughs> shout out to Dog Patch. Oh Hilarious. Yeah, I was I was just I just walk around Dog Patch in a Rufio wig. There you go. Uh I don't know what it was like for you when I was there. There wasn't a lot of Asian cats in Paramount. It was like we Filipinos, so the you know the it's like Paramount y'all knows like it's like Mexican Compton like yeah. Compton's more black than Mexican Paramount is more Mexican than black Paramount Paramount High is like I do believe it's like seventy five percent maybe even eighty yeah. percent Mexican and when still we, is when we say Mexican I'm not calling all Latinos Mexican yeah. it's literally Mexicans a- actual Mexico. Mexican yeah. yeah. <laughs> And uh, yeah, when I was going there, it was uh, a handful of Asians. It was maybe Mexican, then black, and then sprinkles of Asian and it Pacific Islanders. It was Cambodians. Islander. It was all yeah. the Cambodians live right there. In Dogpatch, yes. In Dogpatch. <laughs> you know that little, we used to call it Cambodian village. Explain <laughs> what Dogpatch is to Nikki and anyone who doesn't know. So I'm not from Dog there. Dogpatch right. is a neighborhood, uh, just a small neighborhood, like I would say, off Rosecrans and uh, off Rosecrans and Paramount, like kind of by the elementary school and stuff like that. And also a gang. It was also oh. a gang. The two in my day, the two big kind of gangs that ran the city was Dog Patch and Eastside Paramount ESP. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't yeah. know what it was when y'all were. And, but th- and those guys always knew when the next fight was too. It was crazy. Yeah, <laughs> I yeah. mean they scheduled it. ESP is my joke there. <laughs> hey, but real quick, now it's time to talk about one of my all-time favorite underdog success stories, and that's movement. 
sunglasses and watches mvmt all right founded on the belief that style shouldn't break the bank they've sold almost two million watches worldwide by bringing quality designs at fair prices personally now uh, i chose a couple sexy ass designs i chose the eclipse watch which is popping sleek and stylish and i also chose some uh frames i did a little tortoise shell i chose their arrival slim glasses that i'm gonna put some prescriptions in super sleek super classic super sexy and um Movement watches are all about looking good while keeping it simple. They don't tell you how many steps you've taken or blow your wrist up with text messages, all right? They're not overly intrusive on life with notifications, text messages, emails, all that. They tell time. That's all you need, like a classic timepiece should do. And they look good, all right? Movement watches start at just $95. You're looking at $400 for the same quality from a traditional brand, all right? These are $95. You save like $300. You could, you could buy three pairs of kids with that money you saved okay movement has sold 2 million watches in over 160 countries and guess what just for y'all i got a special deal okay get 15% off today with free shipping and free returns by going to mdmt.com slash no chaser okay movements launching new styles on their site all the time check out their latest at mdmt.com go to mdmt.com slash no chaser to join the movement all right free shipping and free returns there's nothing worse than going to a doctor's appointment, expecting to be the center of attention, and then your doctor seems like they have better things to do and better places to be. You know, instead of listening to you intently, asking you how you feel and help you along, the doctor is just checking their watch, ready to get out of there. Well, on ZocDoc, you'll find quality doctors who focus on you and listen to you to prioritize your care. ZocDoc is the only free app that lets you find and book Doctors who are patient-reviewed, take your insurance, are available when you need them, and treat almost every condition under the sun. So no more playing Dr. Roulette or scouring the internet for questionable reviews. With ZocDoc, you have a trusted guide to connect you to your favorite doctor that you haven't even met yet. Millions of people use ZocDoc's free app to find and book a doctor in their neighborhood who is patient-reviewed and fits their needs and schedule just right. So go to ZocDoc.com slash Tim and download the ZocDoc app for free. Then find and book a top-rated doctor today. Many are available within 24 hours. That's Z-O-C-D-O-C dot com slash Tim. ZocDoc.com slash Tim. Um... <laughs> Pair, pair, yeah. Espanol. <laughs> I was like, I have no idea what they're talking about. There's alerts. What is that? <laughs> Paramount cool. was was a, was a very like it's cleaned up so much in the past, even like yeah. five six. It's years. hella different now. Yeah, it was definitely a, a really like gang heavy uh, area. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Even like so much so like I feel like whoa, like twenty years ago, it was like probably one of the most like gangy. <laughs> It was heavy. Yeah, it was heavy. It was yeah. heavy. I and mean, we was all, even, you know, being Asian, we was all, you know, went to Compton Indoor. We all was dickied out, had like Ben Davis's flannels. All, that was like, it's your, like a wardrobe. That's your wardrobe. Like you, if you ain't, if you ain't dressing it like that in the nineties, you wasn't even, you can't even come to school. Yeah. I was, I was, I was, you know, definitely one of the only Asian dudes there. When I was going there, there was uh, an Asian tree. Uh, okay. Oh, yeah. yeah. In the quad, in the quad area, is it where everybody? Mm, no, was off like, to the side. Off to the side, and I they weren't allowed in the. No. <laughs> <laughs> and I remember being one of you know my one of my first days there because I'd never been to a new school except for when I went to Paramount, and it's my sophomore year, 
And I, f- I remember, like, I had, I was going through a whole existential crisis, bro, because I saw some of your throwback pictures. <laughs> that wasn't the crisis. That was actually how I dressed. But <laughs> so I like that. Yeah, the crisis was that I, I was used to being class clown and shit at the school where I knew everybody. Right. What was your, what school was that? This was in Gardena. It's Gardena okay. Valley Christian School. And then so when I switched schools and was going to Paramount, I was all of a sudden not comfortable. So I was feeling shy again, and I was going in my head like. Am I really this outgoing person or was that only because I was comfortable? Ooh. Now that I'm in a new area, Ooh. am I actually shy? Am I actually not comfortable? <laughs> Who am I, right? So then, um, and then I seen the Asian tree because I was walking around fucking lonely at lunchtime, first couple weeks of school, and it was it an was Asian dude. He, was saw, he saw me and he was like, sup? And I was like, oh, oh, sup? So I sat there, I ate lunch with, at the Asian tree for like a week or two. And then, but then I had another like, existential question to myself and i was like am i just here because we're asian are we actually friends is this what i want to do and then i and then i ventured off from the asian tree and made some you know friends that we were just friends regardless of being friends right Right, right. um but enough about me we didn't have asian tree in my day no asian tree Oh, would you like some tequila, Dante Bosco? Hit me, hit me. What is this? Is, I'm seeing this very interesting bottle, a little it's, cobra on this bit. It's some new shit. It's called Serpiente. Serpiente. And, um, I'm not even sure. Oh, that's a healthy port. That's, that's well, good. I thought we were sipping. I'm going to sip. We are. Yeah, we, sip. Are. Yeah. we are. That looked like Reposado, too. A little it, bit. it is. Oh, no, no. No, this isn't the Reposado. I, I also am a fan usually of the Repo, but this is, um, and it's like a, a an aged Añejo. Añejo. Yeah. Añejo. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like that, too. Yeah, yeah. This is this shit's kind of hits, hits you a little. Uh, <laughs> Cheers, you guys. Cheers. One Cheers time. to you, sir. One time for Paramount. One time to Paramount. One time. Pour a little out for the homies as well. Wow. <laughs> So I wanted to, you know, I, you know, I love, I love, um, having a conversation with you, bro, because <laughs> I had to wait for the reaction. I was like, what is not, not that it's smooth though. Yeah. It's, it's smooth and rough at the same time. It's smooth and rough. <laughs> like, like a, like a, like a ribbed condom. It's... <laughs> you said ribbed or ribbed? R- ribbed. I thought you said ribbed. I was like, that's not what you want in your life, kids. Um, well, it feels better. Never mind. <laughs> Why does this feel so good? Cause it's no longer on you, dog. <laughs> <laughs> and that's where babies come from. Oh. Okay. Oh, okay. So sure. stop buying condoms because they <laughs> give you babies. Stupid. Um, I remember the first time we met. It was like I think we were. What was that? Behind the scenes, FM Far East Movement yeah, yeah. invited us to. It was at some event they put on. Um, some ISA thing. Bob was one of the headlines. Okay. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. All right, and we. I didn't perform at that, did I? No. no, we were. I was just there kicking it, and you were also backstage, and we had never met before. Right. But I remember taking a picture and being like, "Yo, this is crazy," because my whole come up on YouTube, motherfuckers would be like, "Ain't you that dude from Blood and Bone?" Yeah. Right. Isn't this? Hey. Oh. Hey. I. I just saw my guy. Like a doppelganger. Yeah, you I still do look it. like Michael Jackson. I still. I still get that shit. Like I'll every now and then look through my Twitter feed or my Instagram feed. Someone would tag you as me Bruh. or vice versa, and I'm like. And they're tagging me and shit where I'm like, do you know, this is a rerun of the Fresh Prince. <laughs> I, I was in sixth grade. I was in fourth grade when this came out, sir. But it's like, I mean, and then granted, like, I be, sometimes I'm like, bro, we don't look alike. But sometimes I'll look at old pictures. No, I'm there's, like, there's things we that we, do, yeah, yeah. So it ain't full on racist. Right. Like, I go, at least he looked like he could be in the fam. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Especially when we both have, like, you know, like a, like a ball fade. Right. And yeah, yeah. But then, you know, someone just tagged me, gonna say, like, John Cho, and you, nah, dog, I don't look uh, nothing like John Cho. Shout out to John Cho, but it was like, I, there, ain't, there ain't no resemblance. A girl came up to me in line for this shit one time. She was like, oh my God, 
oh my god youtube i was like yes she's like aj Raphael, can i please get a picture and I was like, <laughs> are you kidding me not no shade towards aj but we do Shout not look alike bro um and so I, I wanted to talk to you because it's dope because um with all the kids that hit me up saying that like thank you for repping for asian dudes and like showing me that like asian dudes can do entertainment right. and 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 you know repping for just asians in general um for for me seeing you did that for me you know what i'm saying where i'm like yep, because man. growing up watching like the fresh prince watching hanging with mr cooper watching all these old shows it was like you know, I'm, I always tell people the first time I ever saw an Asian guy on The Fresh Prince was a nerdy character right. that complimented Carlton on his tux. Right. You know what I'm saying? And I remember thinking, that's not, that's this is the first time I've ever seen an Asian guy on TV and he's a fucking nerd. And I'm like thinking like, that's not me, right? But when I saw you, I was like, I can relate. Now. Right. There's a lot of people, that's one of the things when I, you know, as you grow up and you see the next generation of people come in or I speak at colleges, a, a lot of Asian clubs and whatnot, they're like, you're the first quote unquote cool Asian guy. Right. Not that there wasn't like cool Asian people in, in, that did shit, but it was like as far as this new kind of age hip hop Asian right. guy. And it kinda I don't think it, I set out to do that, but I was just at that place in history and then I don't know, shit popped off and then people start writing stuff and then they would be like, We wrote it for you. Cause we're like right. you're like the only Asian hip hop cat we ever met. I even remember going to some like dance. I was at a party, like all these dancers, right? And all these you know how Asian dancers are like hip hop. Yeah, and they got the crazy like Rufio hair, different color, and <laughs> especially like old Quest Crew days, old like how modern. And then I guess it is all Rufio hair. Now that you mention it, yes, yeah. there, and there was like <laughs> they're like you're the dude, you're the one, you're like you're the guy that like started this whole shit, and I'm Jet like, <laughs> what the fuck, <laughs> the one that's my shit. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm saying I don't know, you know, you don't, you know how that shit pops off, but I was kind of like the alternate, you know, the first kind of cat that wasn't playing into stereotypes. No, you were, you literally were. Yeah, and uh, see that's why you guys should have watched uh, the Last Dragon with Bruce Leroy. There was three yeah, really sh- cool <laughs> Asian dudes in there. Yes, yes. You know who I'm talking about. Yeah, I know about. you're yeah. talking about. I know you're talking about. It's funny because four. Oh shit! Really? Yeah, I forgot the the little kid. It's been so long since I've seen the Last Dragon, but I remember being a little kid and thinking. Um, and even when you were on, what's that movie with Antonio Banderas? Um, take the lead. Take the lead. I was like, and I seen. I was like. I could do that. <laughs> and you can. And I know. You can. No, and I you know. Are. And that's why I went after it because right. I saw you, especially when I was like, <laughs> here's what's funny, right? When I, because, you know, of course, being Asian, we can play really young for a really long time. Yeah. And so when I saw you, um, like, when I was like, okay, okay, he's playing this dude in high school right now, but I was like, he can't do that forever. Hell no. Soon- I was 29. I think I was, I was 20. I was 30 when that movie came yeah, out. Yeah, you were 30 playing a high school I kid. I was 29. <laughs> <laughs> 30 when it came out. When it, 30 when it came out, and my boy- And don't Google when it came out. Brandon, Brandon, Brandon Andrews, who was like, uh, who the bigger guy played Monster in the movie, who since passed away, rest in peace, Big B. Um, he went to Dominguez High. Oh shit! So he's wow. from the neighborhood, right? We're rivals, and I, you know, we was talking shit. Paramount Dominguez, and I was like, "When did your mom go to school?" Because I thought I went to school with your mom, ah, dog. That is funny. So I remember being like, "If he's still playing high school kids, I can play some high school." Yeah, you got some time. As I was getting older. You got some time. You got some time. And people tripped out, like you and other cats coming out. You know, interviews. People have asked like. Whoop dee woo! Like, what are you scared? Like, these guys are coming up, like this and that. And I'm like, what? Was it to be scared about? Like, yeah. you understand how things go? Is the next generation supposed to do well? Supposed to do better than you? We supposed to pave the way? If we, if they ain't trumping what we're doing, then we ain't doing it right. Yeah. As a like, just as a 
community. I mean, you got to pave the way so it's easier for the people coming right. afterwards to walk. Right. And, you know, it's just supporting each other and seeing, taking it, you know, like not that our hustle ever ends, but it's like taking what we did, like push it. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? And then the world changed with social media and digital media. And I've been I've been having a really great time seeing what you're doing, AJ doing. Um, you know, I you know I did movies with Kev Jumba and mm-hmm. seeing what Ryan Higa, all these guys doing next generation Asian American content creators. It's been it's been amazing. Asian dudes just started becoming a thing to put in movies. Like uh, you know, I feel like you were getting cast in shit when you know, like like you said, they were writing specifically for you or or changing of, like in Take the Lead. I was playing Puerto Rican. Right, right. Like they they wrote it <laughs> they wrote it for a Puerto Rican. Yeah? They kept it Puerto. I was trying to change. Wait, it. you were still Puerto Rican? Yeah, I had po- what? If you watched the movie, I got Puerto Rican flags on my shit. What? Oh. And so my thing was like, I was like, yo man, I went to the producers like, hey, you, the character's name is Miguel Ramos. Uh-huh. And Miguel Ramos, you know, you Filipino. Filipino. I'm like, yeah, that's Filipino. Filipino. I got cousins named Miguel. Yeah. Like I got cousins Ramoses. Yeah. And they're like, oh yeah, that's cool. But you're in New York, and they're like, mm, we want you to be Puerto Rican. Wow. Crazy. Did you speak any Spanish in the movie? I did speak some Spanish. What the fuck? I need to rewatch. That's some Spanish in the movie. <laughs> and then, I mean, fucking uh, Antonio, which I love Antonio. He, you know, he's a Spaniard. And like Fi- Filipino, we are. We're like the Asian Latinos, right? Yeah, y'all, it's in there. Cause it yeah, because yeah. Yeah, he's like, you go, he's like, mm, Filipino, Dante, Filipino, you know, Filipino, Puerto Rican, Mexican, same thing. Oh, God. <laughs> oh my God, <laughs> Uh, Antonio, no. Not, <laughs> not to be he was like, joke. He was like, we liberated all of you. I was like, you oh. <laughs> He's like, there's a little bit of me in you. You're <laughs> welcome. Look, I mean, man. We, we know it's the secret, the dirty, the dirty Spanish secret. Like, oh, yeah. we all got raped and pillaged. Right, right. I, I was just we didn't want to talk about it, but since you want to bring it up. But the Latino side of us, we perpetuate <laughs> that shit because every, I don't care if you Mexican, Filipino, Puerto Rican, like, there's someone you'll be saying, what are you, this, this, and uh, Spanish. And Sp- I mean, but I'm really Spanish. Like, shit. <laughs> We Same know. thing with Asians. They'll be like, I'm this, this, and that, but I'm really Chinese. You're like, you ain't Chinese. You're Cambodian. Stop <laughs> saying that shit. I was trying to tell. We uh, all kind of Chinese if you Asian, but you ain't. We, we all, I mean, we, we all got a little bit of Chinese. You got a little Chinese in you, but you can't be like, I'm Cambodian, and, blah, blah, and but really Chinese. Nah. <laughs> I mean, the same way. you think about it? <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I remember thinking like, you know, Everyone always thought I was Filipino growing up. You look hella Filipino. I do I on occasion. But I mean, yeah. but you Thai and Filipino, we Southeast Asian. We close anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'd always be like, you know, these dan- like Filipinos always want to claim every cool Asian is Filipino, man. And <laughs> we do we are some claiming out. It's so welcoming. <laughs> the Filipino community is like, You're this much? Come over here. If you don't suck. <laughs> True. You gotta be bad. True. You gotta be dope. You I gotta played in the Filipino game. There was like, she's one of us. Right. She's we take her. If you're not good, we're like, nah. Dudes would even come up. I remember I was at a party somewhere and a dude came up to me and was like, hey man, hey Timothy Delgado, Filipino. Exactly. Delgado putting on for Delgado, like with the O at the end of the, the name, the stage name for so many years, you definitely was like, that cat's Filipino. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, and, and you look, know, shout out to all the Filipino fans because they definitely I think they really helped me early in my like the youtube years really because you know y'all go so hard for your people they're gonna ride we're gonna ride for y'all yeah so when they thought i was filipino they was going hard for me you know what i'm saying what about the ties though you like you are the tie dude i am the only one really uh, pretty much uh and but they I, but but i still feel like a lot of people don't even know that i'm thai but i think out of all the like asians Filipinos ride so hard uh, when they know that someone's Filipino. Yeah. or uh, And then maybe like Koreans after that. Well, Koreans, Koreans go, go pretty hard. hard. <laughs> Koreans go hard. They run everything. Um, 
So I was going to ask you, because I got a bunch of questions here from, okay. from Patreon. We got some exclusive Dante Bosco questions that I'm just going to look up here. <laughs> that we stored. How, how's that tequila, by the way? It's good. Actually, it's going, it's got a little caramel, got a little caramel flavor at the, at the end of it there. It's nice. Um, are you a, do you, do you, are you a drinker? Um, I like to drink, you know. I like to, you know, not nothing too crazy about drink. Yeah, you sip on occasion. Sip. I like tequila. I'm a te- tequila guy most of the time. When was the last time you were in the Philippines, bro? Uh, I actually, I flew right before the COVID locked us down. I flew in from Asia. I was at, doing meetings in the Philippines and right. Vietnam and uh, in Jakarta, Indonesia. So, you know, we've been doing, me and, uh, hi, you know, Ron. Hi, I'm Ron. Yeah. Well, uh, I became a partner in this company called The Machine, and we've been producing films uh, we don't, we, you know, we're trying to tackle a slate. I just finished my film. I directed called Fabulous Filipino Brothers that got produced out of the Philippines. Word. Yeah. So I was there handling business there. Uh, we had to change our plans up because as soon as we saw Trump was locking down borders, we're like, ah. we're going to get back today. <laughs> they going to make today. <laughs> me and, uh, <clears throat> me and Rick have only been in the Philippines once. Yeah. We got to go back. Yeah. We got to go back together. Well, you were supposed to write us into that movie. I know. Well, I, back I, there was a role that I was trying to get Tim. You know, Tim get kind of crazy. Uh, we, I, I had Joe from, uh, what do you call from, uh Just Kidding News. He he kills in the movie. Was that supposed to be my part? Whoa. I wanted you to play that part. Whoa. Why couldn't I do it? What happened? I, thought, I reached out to you. I don't know. It kind of came last minute. I don't know. It was a bad timing thing. Did Joe tell you that was supposed but to be? But Joe killed it. Joe killed it. All right, y'all. Thanks for watching today's <laughs> You'll see, but Joe came Make in. Make sure you unfollow Dante Bosco on. I wrote some crazy character, and then Joe came in and was like, can I do it with a Vietnamese accent? Oh, he loves that shit. I said, well, Joe, you, you're Japanese. He goes, yeah, but I feel Asians could play other Asians if you do it right. Yeah, I agree. And I was like, I, okay. Like, <laughs> fuck. But then he killed it. I was like, this man. And one of the other girls in his little crew was is... Uh, Viet, and she was like, "This much." She starts speaking him in Vietnamese and shit. His Vietnamese accent is always really funny. It's pretty yeah. funny, so I can't. I can't wait for you to see that shit, though. It's right. crazy. We were supposed to do. <laughs> what's up with that? Uh, we still got it. We st- it's all right, all right, all right, all right. It's in the mix. Uh, okay, so we got a question for you right here from Eduardo Colin Nieto from Patreon. He says, uh, "Much love." I always wondered with you doing so many voices for yeah. characters throughout your career. Have you ever had a time where you were in? <laughs> Have you ever had a time where you were in bed with a girl and you used one of your character's voice? <laughs> or did you ever have a girl ask... What kind of Patreon is this shit? Yeah, the best. exactly what they're paying for. Or, Answer the question. Or did you ever have a girl ask you if you could do it mid-through? Wow. That's wow. What well, the reality is, like, I'm... You know, because I came into voice acting from screen, so I go back and forth from screen acting to voice acting. I'm really... If you watch all my shit, I'm really just doing my... I'm just acting. It's just your voice. It's yeah. just my voice. Yeah. So even when I do Comic-Cons, people are like, do the voice, do the voice. And I'm like, like I, I I'm like, been. I've been talking to you for five minutes. <laughs> but when they say, like, what line do you want me to say? And I say a line that they like, then they're just like, their eyes pop and shit. That's tight. But uh, it's weird. I've had some crazy... You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I was like, when I was telling Nikki about Hawaii... <laughs> I hooked up with a girl in Hawaii and she just, you know, you know, you know, whatever. Some things are popping off. And then she, in the middle of the situation, she was like, I've been in love with you since I was 15. Oh, wow. And I'm like, what? <laughs> you're like, wait, how old are you now? I know. You're like, I'm in trouble. Huh? This, is, this is like deep rooted. Now I'm getting all nervous. I don't think I can perform right now. She was like, so they never ask you like, like fire bend that dick. <laughs> that's that's role playing to another level. Damn, I haven't been there yet, but you know, shit. 
I gotta get my, my girl right now and even watch the show yet. I gotta get her involved so she can like start getting getting involved in the role play. Or she'd be like, Call me your roofie hoe. <laughs> He's Rick, just I over know, there Rick, thinking, I know you I'm, don't drink, but do you want one? <laughs> I'm chilling. I'm good. <laughs> there is yo peep, like there is a generation of, 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 of girls and I guess guys that come out too that tell me like Rufio for that generation group in the nineties, like that was their first crush. Mm-hmm. Right? So like their sexual awakening or whatever, which is <laughs> interest weird, right? And my ex girl was at a party and some girls like talking to her, just like I used to rewind and, and pause on the certain parts of the movie and like masturbate and shit. Damn. And she was like, Why the fuck are you telling me this shit? <laughs> Did you want me to fight you now? Or that's weird. I like it's it. It's a weird <laughs> thing. Has have you met anybody <laughs> that said that they were in love with you or one of your characters and then they looked at you and said, Well, it was then, not anymore, but I used to like you back then. They say they want you preface that. You gotta preface that early so oh, it doesn't okay. become a weird conversation. <laughs> or here's what's dope See, about you're gross now, but <laughs> back in the day. Here's what's dope about if someone's a big Rufio fan, right? You could take a girl out to eat and be like, All right, girl, you got your imaginary chicken. <laughs> Oh, oh man! Oh, this is so good. You just gotta believe it. <laughs> oh no! Oh man! <laughs> Take her out to some fake food dinner. Oh, Rufy Ho, that's a Rufy good Ho. um that's a Halloween good. costume for girls. Oh, Rufy Ho! Don't... Maybe I work that into a sketch too. Something like that. Oh. All right, all right, all right. Bet, 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 bet. Um, okay, we got another question. Now I got three costumes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. So, uh, Shell 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 Flakes Shell A Flakes um, asks, if you had to choose uh, Nilaga or Sinagang, do you prepare differently or for voice acting? But wait, what? Oh, these are, th- <laughs> these are two separate questions. <laughs> Hold on a second. Okay, if I gotta Put choose. Put on your glasses before you <laughs> read. What, what, what you gonna eat before I you know voice Sinagang. act? <laughs> Sinagang is a, a Filipino soup. Yeah, which is uh, which I love. What was the first one? What was the first Nilaga? Nilaga? <laughs> I don't think you but, pronounced that shit right. But, Definitely but, not. But, but I don't know what it is. I don't know how else to pronounce it. <laughs> Nilaga? <laughs> it's N I L A G A. N I L A. I don't even know what that one is. Actually, I've never heard of so, it. So I mean, synagogue. I'm in. I'm in synagogue for sure. Synagogue. All right. Synagogue. Um, do you prefer differently? Do you prefer voice acting versus a regular role? Nah, I think it's both. I mean, as far as acting goes, really. You know, it's like I'm actually doing the same performance, whether it's a camera capturing the performance or the voice. I mean, there's certain techniques you do differently, but you're doing the same work, character work. You're, you're trying to be in the moment, trying to be honest and with the character and trying to uh, have a scene with people. So really, as as a as a, on the actor side of thing and even as a director or producer, it's less about the role. It's like you want to be a part of a great story. And we're always looking for great stories. I mean, y'all, or you just want to get paid. Like, you get paid, we get paid, you do, you're doing a gig, and you like the people, let's do the gig, I'm here to support. It's cool, but then if you really want to get involved in something, it's more about, like, can we be a part of those great stories? Because you think about stories, you like, can we be a part of Star Wars or mm-hmm. Harry Potter or what? like these great stories, and you're looking, we're always looking for those kind of projects. Mm-hmm. Man, voice acting is so hard to get into, bro. Like, it's high-key, kind of like a little, like, Small. Secret society yeah, kind of. Yeah, it's a bro. little bit. I, I like tripped into it. I didn't even know what I was doing. And then all of a sudden people are like, you're in the click. I was on a boat. <laughs> <laughs> so I was on this boat. My boy Kevin Michael Richardson, he's like, he's he's like on the Cleveland show. He plays every, he's like one of the biggest voice actors in town. And he was turning 50, I think. And so he, he had rented this big boat and had all the voice actors <laughs> on. The, like if this boat sank, 
it'd be you like no more cartoons. <laughs> right. You're talking like SpongeBob was on there. You're talking about like oh, Mark damn. Hamill, the Joker was on there. Like, like everybody, all the every every the top whatever the guys that do probably eighty five percent of all voice acting right. like, were on this fucking boat. Oh, wow. And I was like, how'd I get into this fucking party? Because <laughs> you got some iconic voice characters, dog. Yeah. And and it's weird because I'm not a quote unquote voice act over actor. Right. From the you jump. said you're just doing your voice. I'm doing my voice, but they're just like, you know, even the great voice actors do a bunch of voices like, man, but your voice is yeah. important for that character. Like, you know, it's just like a movie. Like some actors, you know, you say, you know, some people cap on like Tom Cruise. Like he's always Tom Cruise. But like, that's what he does. Yeah. There could be other actors. It might be hard for him to do a character that's not that like saving the world like we only see him in that realm whereas there's other characters character actors that do all kinds of stuff which is really hard to do but to see them do that character we might not really buy it not buy it it's just not may not be as successful for him so you know nikki is a huge avatar fan i was hearing that i am what 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 uh element do you rep (laughs) i like toff so i thought toff was one of the dopest characters and then i i even got into uh when the next season of Katara, yeah, you know, Korra and Katara, and like every that whole thing, I, I liked Avatar the first one the best, but Top, yeah. but Top transitioning into the next season was dope. I I just think that she's one of the best characters she's ever dope. written. She's so well rounded, and the fact that she, shout out to Earth Kingdom, yeah, and the fact that she developed and, and invented metal bending, yeah, she's. We just watched that episode recently uh, this week because uh, you know what was crazy is the shit came back on Netflix out of nowhere. I mean, we knew it was coming, but whatever. <clears throat> and then when it went on Netflix, it was number one on Netflix. Nice. And it was like, what mm-hmm. the hell's going on? So I got the crew together, the gang, and we've been watching, um, just watching episodes online, just kind of like hanging out once a week, watching two episodes online, uh, and raising money on Twitch, live streaming Ooh. with the fans. So it's every Friday on my, my Twitch channel, Honor Society. And uh, we raised like oh, damn near 25 grand right now for COVID. Damn, really. that's dope. Uh, but Toph, you know, growing up, Toph is on the show with us nearly every week and we hang out, get like, everyone just, share memories and yeah and we have drinking games like every time people say certain lines and whatnot we just we just get turned up on friday yeah. afternoon but what squad do you rep nikki what squad you repping the earth kingdom or what <sighs> i'm probably more water i knew you was gonna say that. Ooh, i am more water more water, more look, water. Look, yeah you fit, you're a fish i'm a fish you like that water bend little, little healing little healing a little, little bit of that so how have harmony you, how have you felt with so tiktok because when it started trending on netflix tiktok took over crazy right like took TikTok over is, and then the song like they sponsor i feel like they sponsor a friggin How, avatar is that your voice or is that somebody else no, doing the voice you of you uh, as you singing to uh may right yeah well all, he's just like singing rapping. and then he started talking, talking about like uh water bending katara like what is it? y'all hooking yeah, up yeah it's like this tiktok video yeah dude i can't think of his name at the moment but i thought it was you because it, it was he said is like this a filipino dude who's a rapper who sounds his voice sounds like i don't know if it's in the jeans Oh, oh. And then, I mean, the TikTok, I was like, you know, did you all, how long did it take to get on TikTok? Because at first I was like, I ain't fucking with TikTok. I was all a little hesitant, but I mean, you know, you can't help but sink into the. No, get hypnotized by the shit. And then I did that reaction video and then my TikTok went crazy. And they yeah. would, and then people were like coming at me like sexualizing children. Like that's not me. Yeah. I'm watching someone else rap this shit. They, and it's not even that bad. Like no, like y'all TikTok took over as soon if you went. And that's the best part about TikTok is if you're interested in something, you're gonna find that world. So when I was rewatching Avatar, you could go through all of the fan art and the right. scenarios and the other stories, and you find out about the books, and then they 
do a lot of comparisons. And I, I really, yeah, I really liked what they did with that. Well, on the same token here, we have a question from Shabazz Benu, who mm-hmm. asks, uh, amongst other questions, why do you think Cora gets so much hate? I don't know. I mean, I came back and, and voiced my grandson, General Hour the Second, in Cora, which was funny when you're watching it and you don't look voice. and you're going like this. <laughs> it's the same voice. You just what? look hella different. Why is he you sound? Like, Damn it, Dante, show us some range. Why does he like, sound so well, I was trying to, I was trying to go in there and do some different shit. But you, if you, and they're like a little higher, a little lower, a little bit. Like, can we get right, uh, right there? Yeah. If you're listening, if you're listening to this, close your eyes and <laughs> like, you can see no, all the that, characters. That's I'm, my, I'm just target regular. I thought I was gonna do some. No, the same shit. The same. Exactly but same. they knew because as soon as my voice came out on the new show, like like Twitter, my tw- the Twitter blew up, and like, yeah. and I said like one line, like end the episode, like I'll be there. Right, we're like, like, oh shit, he's back. Um, but I don't know why it gets a lot of hate. I think people are in love. I think the first one was so perfect in its own way. Ang was just amazing. Yeah, Cora is aggressive and very emotional. But, it, you know, I I love Mike and Brian and the creators of the show for, like, progressing the story. Like, they could have easily done, like, spinoffs of things and mm-hmm. stayed in that little world. But they kind of, you know, they ramped up stuff with bloodbending. They ramped up technology in the world. Insane. You know, they, they tackled crazy issues. That, that, yeah. I mean, Cora ends up being, you know, a lesbian by the end of the, the show. I can. Like, they did shit that was like... Spoiler. Oh yeah, sorry. Thanks a lot. Spoiler alert. That there was years, years, years ago. No, no spoilers. This shit's over ten <laughs> years old. Let me ask you something. Why do you think the 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 showrunners pulled out of the live action Netflix version? I don't know. Hmm. I can't speak for them. It does bum me out a little bit because uh, you know, because I really respect them. Look what they did with with, with Avatar and um, and they're really amazing guys and they're very respectful of the culture and they. I mean, these dudes were training martial arts and tai chi they had the guys coming in casting they i had a meeting with them they wanted to get me involved to um to consult for the show because they wanted to do it right they wanted to you know like you're one of the major voices in the asian media community and of course the family of avatar and it's like we're going to do this the idea is they had that like we want you to be involved to to make sure we do this right and i was like also to help take the blame when it gets off like that (laughs) but uh so them falling out is a little bit worrisome to me i ain't gonna lie but you know we'll see i still got faith in netflix and what they're doing i feel like a lot of people loved it so much and then they brought cora to netflix because it was originally on amazon yeah yeah and if you were watching you were trying to find it you were struggling because nobody wanted to pay for amazon prime but had to go over there then they moved everything to netflix and people fell in love with it yeah I was going to audition for that live action Netflix one. And then I hit my agent. I was like, what's good with it? And they were like, they are exclusively auditioning teenagers for it. Because they want to keep it like I knew. young I, and accurate. I had that feeling. I had that feeling. Because people were asking me about that. And a lot of my friends in the industry, I'm like, I think Stranger Things really changed the game up. Because when you have real kids doing stuff, it, it you can't fake it. It's a yeah. different it's a different tone. Yeah. Not like Grease. Remember Grease? Oh, yeah, of God. course. Or even Oldest like motherfuckers in the world. I know. When <laughs> when I graduated high school, I thought I was gonna be John Travolta in Greece. And you're like, damn, that I feel so small. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> or even like watching like Dawson's Creek. Uh, Dawson's oh, Creek. Yeah. <laughs> How old were they on Saved by the Bell? They they, they, they were young. Were they at young at first? Because yeah. they they started an elementary school on a show called, which I auditioned for called Good Morning Miss Bliss. You auditioned for Good Morning Miss Bliss? Yeah. I was just watching uh, behind the music, you know, behind the whatever, uh, Saved by the Bell on YouTube randomly. And uh, the original version of Saved by the Bell is Good Morning, Miss Bliss. Good Morning, Miss Bliss. It was 
uh, the only like there was no Slater, there was no uh, Jesse, there was no. Yeah. Uh, I know I auditioned for Screech. I remember. Holy shit! Really? Yeah, yeah. That could have wow. took you down a whole other career. A whole different thing. And I know Dustin. I've, I've hung out with that dude over the years. You know, I yeah. I mean, I've been around the industry for thirty five years, so there's not there's not within those age ranges like there's like. I probably auditioned for almost all of. Them. I mean, that's how actors are. It's like, right? Yeah. We auditioned for all that stuff. Or no yeah. guys are been there. I mean, literally every Netflix thing that pops up with King Batch in it, I'm like, I auditioned to be in that. <laughs> <laughs> Batch is everywhere. He's everywhere, and he's doing great. This dude's everywhere. Yeah, he's killing shit. I, um, and you know, and shout out to Batch for, um, you know, Batch has never been a dude that like, um, like made it and was like too cool. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Right? Batch cool is always like cool as hell and like. Um, and going back to what you said about the, being the only Asian shit, I mean, I talked about this already, uh, uh, before, but you know, when he hit me up to be in that Drake video, he was like, I saw that recently. That shit was dope. Thank you. And, and he was like, you know, I just, I needed a diverse crew and I'm like, well, thanks for thinking me of, of the token Asian. He's like, well, who, who else is there really? <laughs> and I was like, well, right. yeah, this is, right. yeah. You, 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 you going, that's, it is 2.0. You really taking the torch and keep going with it. You know what I'm saying? I should have just called myself Timothy Bosco. <laughs> Uh. <laughs> no batch can, I, i'm really impressed with you guys because I, I saw you guys include you and batch like early in the game like maker days parties and whatnot oh shit and seeing y'all progress because none of us knew what's going on you have an inkling what's going on we had all these we've always had conversations about social media and digital media where shit's going yeah and you guys are the generation that are creating it as it goes yeah which is crazy and now there's new guys you guys are like the vets like i was talking I to aj too like y'all are the vets and like now there's a whole new group of TikTokers and a whole new thing coming up. I look at the TikTokers and I'm like, these fucking kids, man. They don't know what they're doing. They don't you know, know they're going to have to learn other and platforms. And it's very so soon. much quicker. It's wild. It's crazy. You know what's always funny? What cracks me up is every once in a while you'll see Viners tweeting about like, <laughs> man, back, back when we started. And <laughs> and we're on Vine right now. It's like, bro, the Vine 23. House, the, the Vine joint was oh, right Vine here. Vine Street. The oh, Vine. Oh, um, yeah. What was that? Yeah, Where the they Vine. all used to live. Oh. Yeah. 1600 Vine. Yeah, man. So you're on Twitch, you said, right? Yeah, I'm on Yeah, I'm on IG and Twitch and every, you know, I'm on everything. How are you liking being on another platform, like a streaming platform and doing what you're doing? Uh, as far as, uh, well, Twitch was, well, I, I don't know. You keep diversifying. One of my guys in my clique, Justin, he's like a real gamer and he's like, you got to come and do Twitch stuff. And then I was like, uh, then I'm doing some project with another friend of mine, Brett Claywell, who's, was, who got me into gaming and was doing production for Twitch early in the game. And, uh, just little by little, just kind of like, I'm down, I'm game for that. Check things out. We started pitching shows about video games. And so little by little, you've. It's another avenue you kind of get into. I like the live streaming place, A, because it's it's really a unique engagement in real time. It's also great for the workflow because there's no, you know, there's no editing, which, you know, content creators like that, that's the biggest, you know, diverging you from going doing you, more YouTube videos is the hours and hours of, of editing time, which once you get the right editor or you have that time to do, it's real dope. But yeah. it's great to do Twitch and be like, we did the stream. We're out. Let me ask you: Are 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 you like really? No, like if you go to the Philippines, are you like Michael Jackson out there? No, nah, no, nah, I'm like, um, well, I'm like the Phil M, like the Filipino American. I'm like, I got like that respect from the mm. community as like you're the only Filipino that really made it happen in Hollywood, right? You know, uh, which makes which is, is cool. And there's a lot of people that are fans out there of Avatar and other things. Um, but as far as for business, it's good because it opens a lot of doors. 
you know, they have a little faith in the, some of the things we're pitching. Uh, so it's like that kind of stuff. Do you feel that more more parts have opened up now? Um, I mean, so how is it now compared to before? Uh, it's it's night and day. Right. I mean, I told you half my half of my roles were Latino roles. Yeah. Or even Rufio was like the reality is back when I was coming up, I got to I got to L.A. from the Bay in 85. They didn't even know what a Filipino was. Mm-hmm. A. And then being Asian, there were just no Asians. And I mean, the, the, to a degree, this rule still stands like in order to scale in this industry, I actually had to go beat white guys out of white roles yeah or beat black guys out of black roles period mm-hmm. um now there's asian roles I know. which is beautiful but also in order to transcend sometimes you're gonna have to either beat these guys out of roles that weren't written for you quote unquote asian because those are the roles that are like just the roles yeah i almost would rather get a part that wasn't like this is gonna be an asian part <laughs> you know right. because i just you, i want to play a regular person have Correct. you have you guys seen ratchet on Netflix, yes. Um, no, I so, seen it. Well, well, the doctor in the show is from the Philippines. Oh, go. And so to even hear, oh, yeah, my mom's on that show. Yeah, <laughs> my mom plays John Jambrionis's mother. Really? On the show, yeah. But it was interesting to, and it's sad that you'll take the little moments that you can get. That when they actually said he came from the Philippines, and I was like, oh my goodness, they actually said he is Filipino. His yeah. he is Filipino, and his character is Filipino. Yes, which is nice to see. And you just take those moments, and you go, okay, we're moving forward. Yes, I've not seen the show yet, but my mom is on the show. I got it's all in my it's all in my family chat group on my chat. Uh, my phone. That's it's, definitely it's a good show. It's, yeah, it's, you yeah. were watching the other day. Um, that's the beauty of now, uh, you know, the push for diversity. It's like, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm definitely not mad at the fact that like, you know, my agent told me, she's like, Hey man, now's a good time. Everyone wants to be diverse. She yeah. just, she just sent me, uh, <laughs> she's like, Hey, audition for this part. Um, and the character's name was El Perro. And I'm like, I feel like this isn't, I feel like this hey, is, uh, nah. world, uh, probably not you know. <laughs> Think about this. Not, not me. I remember going in for like, uh, I was like the first dude they saw for the for Drumline. Mm. I'm there with the directors and producers. I walk in. I had just read the script the night before. I'm like, hey, you got Was the character going to a black college? Yes. For the Nick Cannon character. For the Nick Cannon character? Yes. And I'm like. Cause I mean I'm known throughout the black community like you're dope yeah. like you're dope back and like I don't know what you guys are I don't know what you guys are doing did you you know that I'm not black like <laughs> I mean it would have been a whole different movie there's a lot of things you could change you you can't change like, bro, the, the right character hair, yes, sure. <laughs> yeah but there's there's things like that that happen but the reality for you now Tim is like we're at the highest profile as Asians in America as far as like pop culture and media goes. We're at the highest profile we've ever been in in America since the history of America. Since ever, yeah, yeah. Since ever. Like, we are, I mean, it just happened, too, within the last five years. No, nah, I know. And so that's great for you, for me, for all of us. It's great for us. And it's great that the things the generations, my generation, even the generation before us have done to kind of get us here. But the reality is, like, we got to keep going. And we and take notes from the African-American community. Take notes from the Latino community. And, we've t- you know, we've been in so many meetings within the Asian community talking about this, yeah. going, look, man, I was around when... You know the Latin ex- explosion happened in in, in quote unquote Hollywood, and, and the stars are going to happen. There's J Lo's are going to be there. They're going to be Mark Anthony's. There's going to be Ricky Martin's. But the reality is, you know, the George Lopez show is going to get canceled. Fresh off the boat got canceled. Right. If we don't control what we're doing, I mean, if you look at what a Latino, you know, American like media is, 
it's not any i mean asians kind of surpassed in the moment right now whereas african-american they kind of created their own thing going on have control of a lot of stuff and we got to take notes of, of both sides and, and support each other yeah, as communities. Like there's there's no asian et yeah and we and we kind of need so yeah right <laughs> asian et there's no latino et there's yeah. telemundo but it's not really but that's not in univision Univision, but the, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Univision, there is. I remember one time, man, I texted you because I randomly was in my car and I was thinking, I was like, and I texted him and I was like, bro, you made out with Ashley Banks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tim would like, send a random text every now and then. Like, <laughs> like yo, how was it, bro, to crazy. have a make-out scene with Tatiana Ali? Oh, my God. That was dope. Shout out to Tatiana. And yeah, because I played her boyfriend on, on, Fresh Prince. on Fresh Prince, and then she played my girlfriend in Faking the Funk. Yeah, yeah. And uh, it was, it was, I mean, dope. I mean, Tata, and you got to understand, like, at that time, I was, that was our generation of young Hollywood, right? So we all partied together. We all went to clubs together underage she, at that time she was dating an actor named jonathan brandis who passed away um and he was you know a lot of people know him from like ladybugs or like he was like a 90s pop you know mm. pop whatever tiger beat he was a, and he's a good friend so but we were we ran the click like our generation like young hollywood like picture this like tatiana and um but like little caprio mm-hmm. and toby and that click was a part of it and like all the kids from like a lot of kids like Mario Lopez and like we all kind of ran it all in the same circles and went to these clubs. Not everybody's 21. There were certain clubs that would like let us in. Right. And we all kind of parted together. And so when we worked together, I remember we were at bar one when I did her show, she like tapped me on the shoulder at the club. And I don't think none of us was 21. She was like, you're playing my boyfriend this I heard they, next week. And I'm like, oh, cool. And by the time we were doing the movie, we, we were pretty good friends. And you was like, Yogi. I don't think they're like that. <laughs> Although when I, when we did faking the funk and I did the kissing scene and me and Brandis were boys, we partied so many nights together. But he, you know, he's Scorpio. He looked crazy. <laughs> he was like, he showed up. He wasn't on the set at all. But the day I had to kiss her, of all, course, of, all of a sudden, yeah. all of a sudden he behind the monitor, watching and shit, being That's like hilarious. real serious. Hilarious. We did the makeout scene and he was like, Dante, did you use your tongue? <laughs> I was like, no, I, like I was like, damn, Brandis. I was like, damn, Brandis. You owe me one. You owe me one. Dog. <laughs> That's dope. Wait, so let me ask you real quick, uh, just out of curiosity, when you auditioned, so did you have to audition for that random ass Fresh Prince episode? That one, I don't think I auditioned for because I think, I don't know if I remember if I did or not because I, I was doing Hang Miss Cooper and it was the same producers mm. and so they kind of like brought me on to do that sometimes I think that that happens especially when the same producers happen right 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 I remember when I did when I was on Moesha because I did Moesha for like a season mm-hmm. when she went to the white school and I was like well Ush, me and Usher were like he was like the black dude and I was the Asian dude like the hip dudes at the white school yeah I auditioned for one of the white characters mm. and when I walked in I was like, do you want me to do it as it was written or do you? And I was just like, you want me to just do it like Dante style? Mm. And they was cracking up, the producers. And they was like, oh, well, do it Dante style, right? And then I did me. Mm-hmm. And then uh, and then I, they said, let's try it, try it the regular way. And I did the regular way. Then they ended up giving it to a white guy. Mm. And I was like, okay. And then they were like, hold up, we wrote a character for you. Oh, word. Named Marco. That's amazing. And then Marco had his catch line like, yo, we're going to rock this Marco style. Like they literally. Oh, because of what you said. Yeah. They literally wow. wrote me into the show. And so. Uh, doing that. Well, that no, is. Y'all want me to do this Dante style? <laughs> no, I mean. you or Marco style. <laughs> the thing is, you are doing your style. And that's what the, that's what the uniqueness of you and what's going on. And when, you, when I talk to young artists, especially young actors, it's like the deal is 
whether you're white, black, Asian, Latino, other, like you're not supposed to make it in this town. Mm-hmm. You're just not. Like the reality is, you would you would ten million to one shot. Mm-hmm. Period. So don't sweat the don't sweat the game. Like just go and do your thing. But the reality is, if you got that courage to actually show yourself. Mm. Your own, that's your only shot. That's your only shot that you don't even get a lottery ticket until you, we can see who you actually are. And, and that's what you kind of been able to do in the industry and create. And that's how you create branding of you and not some bullshit that you did, you know? That's beautiful, bro. Yeah. What are you working on now? Uh, I mean, you know, I've been jumping to the other side of the camera. So I just directed my first film called Fabulous Filipino Brothers, which I co-wrote with my brother Darian, and we shot in the Bay Area, Pittsburgh, California, where I'm from, and, and Manila. And so we've been heavy in on that. And then uh, just so many things. I'm like producing, writing. You know, I just wrote some new poems for a, a book, a compilation coming out. I wrote my book, my own memoirs book from Rufio to Zuko. And I toured right before COVID hit. I was touring with uh, Barnes & Noble, and I'll go back on the road when that's done um and i'm writing some new stuff and there's like more i don't know i just did a, i just completed another animation series so. but i don't you know you never know where things are right now in covid it's just i feel like i'm a lifer you know i'm 35 years in the industry and people are like what's up what are you doing i'm like yo it's like you just keep hustling every <laughs> I'm just day doing bro we're just doing <laughs> but um but yeah keep, keep working on right now my main focus is like figuring out where this is gonna land and then we got some other, you know, as you know, we have some other projects. I have some, a project that I have with you in mind that we're, we're pitching another film, some TV shows we're pitching. So just it keeps keeps going. Hey, man, I'm glad you're here, bro. I'm glad it. you're still working. Hey, I'm doing my best. And I was going to say, uh, shit, I was going to say something and, I, and I, I remembered it and I forgot it. Okay, well, I'll say this while you try to remember. I said Rufy Ho, not Rufied Ho. <laughs> I just oh want to oh be clear. Let's get that clear. On oh that. <laughs> Ruby Ho. Don't Ruby the Ho. Yeah. yeah. Don't, don't Ruby don't do the that. Ho. That ain't legal. And that's not a good Cosby. That's not good. You can uh, get jail, yeah. like Mr. Cosby. <laughs> well, shit, man. Um, you know, thanks for stopping by, man. Thank you for your kind words. Of course, you know, like I appreciate everything you've done in the industry and for Asian people and for Asian dudes. Like I said, you know, I really feel like. Um, I really feel like seeing you on TV was a, a big motivator for me growing up and coming up and doing what, what I was doing or trying to do. So I appreciate you, man, and what you've done. We continue. Can't stop, won't stop. We we continue. Like yeah. us. Us, you know. Yeah. And uh, you know I'm always rooting for you, man. There's some shit, you know. You're going to hire me one day and be like, Tim, come on. Knock, knock, knock. Oh, that's what I was going to say. When I put you in that sketch, that Family Feud sketch. That, I, I saw that recently again. That shit was hilarious. <laughs> Bro, man. so I remember because I made you say like something about this dick. Yeah. And all my comments were like, oh, my God. Did did Rufio just talk about his dick? Oh, my God. My my childhood. <laughs> I know. That was There's hu- somebody watching that on repeat. You know I that, forgot right? we did that. And then someone had reposted it on Twitter or some shit. And I was like. Did we do that shit? Yeah. Rick yeah. up here with the bald, the bald Man. cap on. It's real now. <laughs> and you know, I did work with Steve Harvey. You did? And Steve Harvey, you did. You oh, did, shit. You did, you yeah, did great, yeah. Steve Harvey. Well, you did a great, Steve Harvey. Uh, where can they find you, bro? Yo, just at Dante Bosco on damn near everything. Except for TikTok, it's at Rufio Zuko. <laughs> I came to TikTok <laughs> late. Someone sense. stole my name, but Rufio Zuko's wow. like, cool, you know. I sometimes as actors, I feel like all the kids get the cool names and then you just trying to be legit. Like, I'm just getting my name. You just feel like old and like, 
not like I'm I, professional. This I got, is my name. Yeah, exactly. I got old this year and flipped it, and now I'm using my government shit. I but, know you yeah. use your government shit. How do you feel about that? You feel like grown I, on your shit now? I do, I do. Because not gonna lie, even though Timothy De La Ghetto was such a huge part of my brand, there were moments where I would be like introduce myself for like meetings or auditions like uh timothy uh de la ghetto yeah that's, uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a little slight yeah. uh yeah, yeah. <laughs> and now i'm 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 chantarang su the, bu- the butterfly the butterfly all right y'all thank you for listening to the no chaser podcast i'm tim chantarang i'm ricky shucks i'm nikki blades bye later <laughs>